Uh, welcome to another episode of the Space for Dallas podcast. This is Dallas. Oh, what is this consistency? Uh, that is not, you don't find this on that podcast. There is no, uh, that is, that's very uh, out of form for me. That is all out of, uh, <laughs> out of the norm. That doesn't work. That's not what this is about. Consistency, keeping to a schedule, being disciplined. What? Oh man, doing the hard thing. Ooh, uh, yuck. Pass on that, please. <laughs> I just want to be famous and rich without any work or effort. Thank you very much. Jeez, if I want to be famous and rich, I should be on TikTok or YouTube or. <laughs> Those are the only two places I can think of. TikTok, YouTube. Uh, man, geez, how are you? How are you guys doing? You, uh, you listening to this sitting down, doing the dishes, riding around in the car, don't want to feel alone. Is it, or, you know, are the cats okay? Do you have a cat? Are the cats doing all right? Did you pet the cat? Let them know you care. Let them purr in your lap. You know, speaking of my, uh, uh, of cats, you know, my cat, Benny. Benny's been getting a little bit more comfortable being around us. Um, that or uh, uh, he's just starving for attention with less people <laughs> in the house. It's funny, you know, me and my family, everyone's just blasting off into a bunch of different directions. It's it's like graduating from college, you know. All your friends from high school blast off in different directions. All your friends from college blast off in different directions. Now it's like four. <laughs> now after doing the university of life, dude, uh, graduating, living at home, when was it? I graduated 2017, so it's been 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah, after doing the uh, <laughs> the University of Home Life, blasting off, you know, I'm going down south. Uh, some people are going east. Some people are going other places in the south uh, or really uh, other places on the coast. Uh, well, I'm uh, trying to blaze new trails here. Uh, so, uh, after the, uh, <laughs> after the university of, of, uh, of home studies, <laughs> this is, this is where, uh, you break free. You, uh, really spread the wings, huh? God, it's all school, isn't it? Just school, school, school. Yeah. It's funny, you know, you do so much school, especially when you're like, you're just a little kid, you're in school, then you, you go to college. I feel like there's a part of, of, of every person that just was like can i when i when i once i'm done with school i can finally like do what i want and be me you know what i mean i can finally break free of all that and and uh <laughs> i can do what i want now i can do my i can i can have my own ideas now i can i don't need to like you know wait to take a class i can just research that on my phone and have the answer in two seconds i <laughs> I don't need to spend a semester and $8,000 learning it. I can just know it right now. You know, I bring up school. I actually found a, an old um, calendar, old agenda, uh, my academic planner from 2012 to 2013. I was taking a look through it. Man, there's so much stuff in there that I... So there's a lot of stuff in there I don't remember and do remember. And I can tell uh, from how I wrote in my uh, little academic planner, it uh, my uh, <laughs> it was chaos. It was chaos all the time that freshman year. Really, my my favorite year in university freshman year. I really loved my my. Uh, the funny thing is, my favorite year in high school was probably freshman year, and my favorite year in college was my freshman year. Who would have thought? But man, yeah, just uh, just you know, chaos running around doing the grind really blows my mind how uh how much i 
how much you 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 sort of stay busy and 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 um, just not even staying busy. Well, I guess staying busy, but just all the the run around. You know, you run around so much, and then you graduate and get a job. What do you do? You just sit the same place eight hours a day. I make that sound very sad, but <laughs> a is life. But man. Yeah, dude, I I can just tell, like, my thinking was chaotic. It wasn't structured at all. You know, I've often thought, man, if I went to university later, maybe after my, my brain got a little bit older, the the chemicals in my brain calmed down a bit, I probably would have been able to really sit down and study more or have been able to really, uh, I don't know, maybe absorb more. Not that, I, not that I didn't, you know, learn when I was in there, but... You know, it's it just, uh, I, I was I was fighting my own biology, I think, in a lot of ways. I don't know. Oh, and speaking of fighting biology, uh, UFC, Derek Lewis. Uh, <laughs> Derek Lewis, man, is uh, the black beast. Dude, uh, knocked out another guy, has now become the knockout king in the UFC, just knocked everyone out. The uh, real Deontay Wilder <laughs> of the UFC. I realized Deontay Wilder and Derek Lewis. I mean, Derek Lewis has a, a 79-inch, you know, wingspan or something like that. Like, his arms are 79 inches long. But Deontay Wilder's arms are 83 inches long. And when you have an arm that long and, you know, you're a heavyweight, you're tall and strong enough and have enough mass to really throw, that arm will knock people out. I mean, you have a lot of mass and the human head only gets so big. You know what I mean? Like, you have a lot of force behind that. And, man, you can just really clean guys, you know. Speaking of clean, I was watching the post-fight interview Derek Lewis did. Man, he says he's the cleanest fighter in the game. <laughs> Nothing but chicken. And, uh, dude, you know, and it, that, that really made me think. That really, uh, you know, I really started to wonder, like, you know, I wonder how many professional athletes there might be that like do steroids for the gains and then they they stop right and it's not like all the 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 muscles just wither away the next day right like you still keep them so i wonder how many guys are actually you know on the juice so to speak and then uh, they just stop drinking the smoothie uh when they got to perform you know (laughs) when they're when they're getting tested that really makes me wonder like man there's a there must be so many guys that that do it, use it for the gains, and then they they stop and you know continue to to work out right. But you know you do steroids to make massive gains in you know six months, right? Or or uh, was it blow past your genetic potential, something like that? One of the things is uh, steroids help uh, increase new I think satellite cells, so you can really grow new muscle fibers. So that's very fascinating. But yeah, it is. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if there's a lot of fighters in the UFC that do do that. Um, you know, I know those guys get tested all the time, but they really only get tested when they're, you know, competing, right? And they they only have one event, so they can, you know, do the you know, drink the juice, so to speak, get the gains, stop, and then you know, continue to to work out and, and stay healthy, obviously. But they they just use that to you know, gain muscle. Uh, it really is fascinating. I don't know, just something to think about, I guess, little seeds to plant, 
seeds I have uh, seeds of ideas uh, that I've planted, which will uh, grow into full-on conspiracy theories later. <laughs> oh, uh, are some professional athletes using steroids? Uh, that little seed will grow into the, I think the earth is flat tree. That's what that, <laughs> you don't see it now, but trust me, it does. Uh, and another, another great fighter, uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. Man, Thompson is such a great um, striker. Really is uh, uh, pretty phenomenal in the striking aspect. Jeez, um, it sucks he's, he's, he lost against Bilal Muhammad, who, uh, you know, if you're able to sort of take down Stephen and then um, just sort of ride him on the ground, handle him on the ground, um, you know, that's just his one weakness, right, with the striking, um, just not a lot of um, grappling game. And uh, but man, when he does strike, it is so phenomenal. It is so unique. It is so interesting. I, uh, you know, I'm really so impressed by it. it. It really is. You know, he does live up to the name Wonder Boy. When he can be his best and and show you his striking skills, it is really phenomenal. It's ah man. I uh, I just wish uh, you know he could stay uh, up on his feet more. I'd I'd love to see him, him fight more. It is a uh, so, uh, you know, so fascinating. And another thing I need to see is combat jujitsu. I missed it out, missed out on it. Um, I did not buy it today. I need to see about getting the UFC fight pass or something. I need to catch a replay of that. Uh, see how, uh, Craig Jones did against Donald Cerrone. I think it was the featherweights or something like that. It was just sort of a super fight. So just a sort of an exhibition fight. So I'd, I'd love to see that. See, uh, be very interested in that. And uh, uh, speaking of fights, there 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 were a ton of fights this weekend, wasn't there? Combat Jiu-Jitsu, UFC, Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley. <laughs> the thing is, I do feel bad about the um, you know the whole Tyron Woodley camp. He really only had a couple weeks to prepare, um, just because Tommy Fury uh, pulled out of the camp. Um, that was fascinating. Tommy Fury pulls out of the Jake Paul fight for an injury. So Tyron Woodley steps in. He only has a couple weeks to prepare, and then he has to fight. And then, um, you know, round six, uh, Woodley just drops his hands a little bit, and then Jake Paul uh, swings a right home. Uh, uh, was it a right? No, it was a left. I'm trying to remember the video. I think it was a left, actually. That, no, but he's not a southpaw. I think it was his right. Yeah, yeah, I think it was his right, and then um, knocks out uh, Woodley pretty soundly. So um, the thing about those boxing gloves is those gloves are so big and heavy, it is hard to knock someone out with a boxing glove compared to, you know, a UFC glove, uh, or even I guess like Muay Thai gloves. They're they're uh, they're just they're just so padded, you know, to protect the fighter's hands. That um, you know, does take away from some of the uh, some of the power, but when you're able to do it, it is um, it is interesting, it is impressive. I did see uh, something about God. It, that's so fat. That's so interesting. YouTubers are now becoming professional uh, <laughs> professional boxers. That is a uh, man, fascinating, utter, truly fascinating. And then Jake Paul says he wants to get into MMA. <laughs> Become an MMA champ. Ah, oh, jeez. Amazing. 
and here I am uh, just uh, doing push-ups at home and sitting in front of my computer. <laughs> I ain't working out. <laughs> you know, I uh, I have been doing more push-ups recently, I should say. I um I got this push-up board God, probably more than a year ago at this point. No, a few years ago at this point. Jeez, it has been a few years. And uh, I've just been doing push-ups on it. Um, I've, I'm finally, <laughs> I've used it sort of a little bit throughout, but now I'm finally on it, trying to do some push-ups on it, uh, trying to get the gains, you know. The thing about the push-up board is I am so uncertain about my own form when doing the push-up. I figured I'll buy the push-up board and just do push-ups on that. Uh, you know, that's, uh, that'll be good, right? They've done all the deep scientific research and... I uh, didn't simply just uh, put a couple plastic handles and a, you know, a bunch of uh, a bunch of holes in a board <laughs> to put the handle in wherever you want. They they did research on it, you know, real stuff. A lot of scientists took a look at this. Uh, but um, it's sort of good. I'm doing that again. At least developing some sort of muscle that way. You know, the only the only other way I, I get any muscle is the calisthenics I do in jujitsu when I'm trying to strangle somebody. Or uh, when I'm on my bike, uh, bike riding on the fattest gear I can possibly bike. <laughs> you know, I went on a bike rides a day. Man, I uh, I layered up too. I really layered up. And I still, like, froze my toes off. It, I, uh, you know, I'm so lucky. Uh, you know, it, it was only in the 40s. And luckily when you're, the thing is when you're riding, there's, there's wind chill and air chill, and I'm I'm biking around the um, uh, uh, stupid um, not the Puget Sound Lake Washington, and uh, you know the water in the air makes the the uh, makes it feel a lot colder, right? And dude, I am just biking, 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 and I am just freezing my toes off. The cold, uh, luckily it's not cold enough for me to get frostbite, but geez, it. <laughs> It sure did feel bad. It, I had to come home, and even when I, I took a hot shower, and even when I got out of the shower, my feet still felt a little cold. It is, uh, it's interesting though. I was so cold on the inside that when I took a shower, I, uh, I was feeling the water, and the water was hot. I could tell it was steaming, but it felt like nothing to me, just because <laughs> I was still so cold. That the cold inside counteracted the heat from the outside, and uh, I was just numb. I was numb, and that's when I realized this water's way too hot. I gotta turn this down a little bit. <laughs> this, is, this is gonna hurt me, even though I can't feel it. Uh, geez, though, I wonder if I just like blasted it super hot though, and I just got in. I mean, probably would have you know caused my my skin enough thermal shock to my skin. Maybe my skin would have just. It's <laughs> falling off my whole body. Geez, speaking of, you know, it's funny. When I was on that bike ride, man, I was thinking of this um, this old bike ride. I might have, I might have talked. To, have I talked about this bike ride? On, I don't know. I'll talk about it again because um, I forgot if I have, and I'm sure you've already forgotten. Uh, you, did, you know, I went on this bike ride on Highway 20 in Washington State. They were paving the, uh, the road uh, clean. Uh, and, and, um, so they closed the road off to everyone except cyclists, right? So you could bike up, you could cycle on the road, no cars, pretty free. It's in the mountains, beautiful stretch of highway. Why not? I go up and do that, right? Biking for hours, hours and hours, um, probably 50 miles, if not more. And then, um, you know, there's these two older people and, um, 
you know, I'm stopped to take a picture or something like that. And then, um, this older couple, they, they, they stop, stop to take a picture and then they're bike riding. And then, um, what was it? They run into each other somehow. I forgot how it happened and I'm bike riding behind them. So no, I'm all across the street. So what I do is I hop on my bike, I bike ride over to them and I say, Hey, let me, um, cause we're sort of older, right? It's a, an old couple, old man and woman. The woman has fallen. The guy is sort of fallen too. The, the guy's sort of gotten up and I, I walk over to him and I say, Oh yeah, I believe, you know, let me try to lift this, uh, you know, what, I can't even remember what I said exactly. Um, I think I said, Oh, I, I can help you with this bike or something. And I was pulling on it, but it's, it's like a rad power bike. So there was like electronics and stuff. And, and this guy really got snappy with me because I could tell I was pulling it, but it wasn't, it, it somehow fell into the other bike. So it was a little stuck. Um, so, you know, of course this guy doesn't want this kid to walk over and just yank it. And then I, I you know, I, I break something off. Right. But the thing is, this guy gets so little snappy for me. He's like, stop, stop, stop. And, uh, <laughs> and he's like, stop, I don't need your help. Thank you. Uh, you know, please leave something like that. And his wife was much more uh, thankful about it. She's like, Oh, thank you. That's so helpful. And, uh, I bike away and, uh, I actually make sure to show them like, I'm so unfazed by this. Um, I, make sure to pedal like really quickly because I think they're watching me and if <laughs> I think they're watching me so I think oh what they see how fast I like bike away and pedal away they'll know sort of how strong I am you know and because uh, that's what being a man is all about being very physically strong <laughs> and, and they'll see that uh you know uh, uh I'm I'm so like you know unaffected by their uh uh sort of slightly negative comments to me Funny thing is that guy's on the trail, right? And I'm, <clears throat> I've biked down, I'm taking a picture <clears throat> and he, uh, he like stops next to me. He's like, Hey, he, and this is the thing is he felt bad for sort of snapping at me. So then he starts playing the like overly nice trick where like he's looking at me, he's smiling. He's like, Hey, do you want me to, you know, stop so I don't get your picture? And I, you know, I'm like, oh, fuck this guy just keep going, dude. And I say, no, it's all right. And, uh, you know, I'm biking down a little bit past him again. He, with a big smile, says hi, and I say, "Ah, oh, geez, what? Like, I like, I know what he's doing. He's he feels bad for what he did before. He feels guilty, so he's trying to make up for it. And he thinks, you know, somehow by being overly nice now, it, it it's gonna like make up for it, make him, you know, whatever, whatever helps him feel better, you know." I understand too that moment was sort of like embarrassing for him. He didn't, you know, want to be seen falling down. You know, I don't think anyone wants to be the old man who falls down off of his, you know, little electric bike and, you know, can't get up, right? Um, and then I end up biking back. Uh, I pass him, bike back, and then he he still does the overly nice, hi, hey, how's it going? you know, like wave just, and the funny thing is the overly politeness made me, <laughs> the overly politeness made me hate him more than just <laughs> what he yelled at me earlier. If he just yelled at me earlier and then we just biked around and he just didn't like acknowledge me, I'd have been kind of more okay with that <laughs> than this whole, let me make up for it. You know, let me be really nice. I won't apologize, but I'll be really, you know, 
this sort of like super cheerful, outgoing personality that I know he's not. You're not fooling me with your fake persona here, buddy. I, I know, you know, I know this isn't how you are. Like, you know, <laughs> I know probably in real life you're probably a negative old man. <laughs> I have that feeling, but, you know, you feel guilty and bad. So you're trying to make up for it. Jeez. Oh, man, I uh, I have not done stand-up in a while either. God. I uh, I have been rusty, you know. I feel I feel pretty bad because I I told everyone this is how I relate to the old man. I told everyone I was going to move, and then two months later I'm still here, and people were like, "Oh, uh, <laughs> you moving?" And I was like, "Uh, I think so." <laughs> it's, and then I'm just still hanging around, and I feel so bad. I sort of like kind of started to hermit up because I just want people to think I'm gone because I told them I'd be gone <laughs> and then I'm not yet and uh ah oh, geez it is hilarious you know <laughs> it's it's hilarious uh you know I am feeling a little rusty with stand-up you know the thing about stand-up is you lose it quick um you know you 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 know I it's not like jujitsu where the the skills and the knowledge it's it's a little more hardwired because uh it's both your brain and body at work so it's a little more hardwired into your system that way where stand up it's all sort of you know uh you know cerebral and uh god man i just got notifications on my computer from this stupid discord thing i need to permanently mute this guy but uh Ah, jeez, what is this? Come on. Oh, man. I'll figure that out later. Who cares? But, uh, well, there it goes again. I'm not sure if you guys hear that. It's probably just me on my headphones. But anyway. Oh, wow, it's beeping like crazy now. It is really annoying. Why does it do that? Notification settings muted. There we go. That should take care of that. Oh, you know, that's the thing about silence. Silence is so, you know, it, it, it is so nice to have some, you know, some quiet in your life. The thing about quiet is you kind of have to be disciplined about it because it's so easy to get distracted and to play something loud or play a movie or music or or a podcast or whatever it, it you really need to be disciplined for silence you know like a franciscan monk who stays quiet 16 hours a day uh what was i saying oh yeah stand-up comedy yeah have not done that in a while um i'm, I'm gonna try to hit an open mic this week i got i got some family visiting but man i I want to hit an open mic, riff a little bit, maybe try a couple jokes, um, just to keep the skill, you know, and see those guys, I guess. But really just to keep the, uh, you know, I guess the public speaking skill, the flow, you know. It, it's it's uh, not easy being uh, a riff comic like I am, a flow comedian. I, uh, you know, another thing is uh, since I have been spending so much, like, more time indoors, I... <laughs> I mean, getting better with chores, uh, you know, there is an infinite amount of chores, um, in anyone's house. I mean, the amount of time you got to do the dishes, got to, you know, doing the dishes, doing the laundry, sweeping, trash, uh, vacuuming, uh, man, it really is a never ending battle 
you could really just stay stuck doing <laughs> household chores all day, you know, replacing air filters, you know, cleaning, you know, oil traps or, or whatever. It is, uh, man, it, uh, <laughs> it just, it, it'll never stop. If you let it go, it'll never stop. So, man, I, uh, yeah, uh, what is it? Oh, oh, because I've been spending so much time indoors and like cleaning up, I've been actually throwing away a lot of old papers, a lot of old newspapers that I say I'll read and then I never do. And I've sort of, the thing is I've kept it around for so long, it, it, unless it's like a really important article to me, I just will totally forget the reason why I even kept it. So now I have all these old newspapers. I'm, I'm like the old hoarder on the, the old man hoarder on the TV show. Like I... I got these newspapers. I wanted to read these articles. I told myself I didn't have the time, so I'd read it later. This is this is where the lack of discipline once again comes into place, and it's not even it's not even a lot of discipline. It's just wanting to read and then just being on my phone instead. God, there are so many uh, distractions, so many ways to distract yourself. I have been reading uh, more books recently, which I am proud of. I'm I'm halfway through my. Um, uh, the world's fastest man by uh, Michael Cranish, the uh, extraordinary wife of cyclist Major Taylor, America's first black sports hero. Halfway through it, and uh, it is fascinating how popular cycling was back in the 1800s, eight well late 1800s or early 1900s. Um, it, it is uh, truly phenomenal. The um, yeah, just how how popular it was. And, um, what is it? Just how popular it was. And, um, yeah, <laughs> just how popular it was. <laughs> I, you know, the, uh, or really the, the history of, uh, of, uh, uh, cycling a little bit too. Um, you know, that's always, uh, that's a sort of a fascinating, uh, God. All right. There we go. More of those, more of those notification sounds popping up and just distracting me. Just, yeah, I hate it. Can't my computer just vibrate? Ah, yeah. The, um, just bicycling races around the country. Um, and sort of how all, how sort of, decentralized bicycle racing was and how easy it was to actually set up your own bicycle race. And then there'd be all these organizations that would somehow calculate points to figure out who the national championship was. I, uh, and it is crazy how cycling was more popular than baseball and boxing at the time. It really was, uh, uh, you know, the, the football of its day, so to speak. Man, I uh, I really, <laughs> I really I think have uh, uh, something of an overactive uh, ima- imagination. I um, I don't know what brought that thought out of me, but I was I was thinking back to the bike ride I did today, and I was biking around and I was just thinking of stuff in my head. Like I wonder if they made a movie about you know Ulysses S. Grant. You know that's a president that doesn't get a lot of respect. You know, general in the Civil War. Uh, president, uh, he was president, uh, a few, not directly after Lincoln, but a couple after Lincoln, I think worked on reconstruction, 
doesn't get a lot of credit. Try did his best to uh, you know keep sla- uh, uh, keep keep a slavery away and uh, b um, you know uh, maintain the civil rights of um, uh, black Americans during you know the, whole, the, the that time in the 1800s. It's it's sad, sort of. He you know he he stops being president, of course, um, and then the you know the following presidents do not uh, maintain. Uh, the civil uh, civil rights uh, like he did. Um, very sad. And uh, man, you know, it, it's funny. I'll I'll listen to you know podcasts I want to listen to. This is like with the reading thing. I'll 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 try to read something or I'll, I'll try to listen to something I, I really want to read and listen to. And man, I just have like these thoughts and ideas. Um, you know, just popping through my head to like like bubbles. They just pop into existence. And man, they really <laughs> can keep me from focusing what I want to focus on. And the funny thing is, like, I have to like burn through that. I have to like drain out that uh, that uh, creative juice or whatever, just to just to sort of uh, I don't know, calm down, listen to what I want to say. Um, you can you can tell because this podcast is structured that same way. It is. Uh, <laughs> You can tell because this podcast requires a structure, and then I do not follow the structure. I uh, <laughs> I uh, I am not disappointed at it at all. Uh, and uh, God, yeah, it's it's I have to both mentally and physically <laughs> drain myself. Luckily, jujitsu does a little bit of both of that because you got to think as well as um, be physical and active in it. Um, that's why I love jujitsu so much. Man, also, uh, Spider Man just came out, dude. Spider Man No Way Home, uh, December twenty nineteenth. Uh, uh, I think it's opening weekend. Apparently, it's making a killing right now. What is it about Spider Man that so many people identify with? I think people just want to identify being the handsome uh quiet introverted genius in the corner that everyone secretly wants to be friends with uh and get superpowers i think that's <laughs> i think that's uh that's uh <laughs> that's how people feel hey don't you know don't you know oh and hey would you look at that 30 minutes of just killer killer comedy killer material there wow what a ride uh <laughs> Real, a lot of ups and downs, uh, but mostly a lot of flat parts <laughs> on this roller coaster. Uh, well, anyway, guys, thanks for listening again. This is the Stace for Dallas podcast. Uh, this is Dallas. <laughs>